Imagine speaking the dialect of the ancient Athenians. Imagine speaking Attic or Classical Greek, the language spoken in the 6th or 4th centuries BC. This is the language of Aeschylus, Thucydides, Sophocles, Plato, and Aristotle. The Circe Institute Greek Apprenticeship, called Atikizo, is a three-year program that teaches spoken Attic Greek with mentor Monique Neal and a small cohort of fellow journeymen. Enter the porticos of ancient Greece and encounter directly her poets and teachers. Delight yourself in this least intimidating path of beginning studies in ancient Greek. Seats are limited in this unique program. Register now at circeinstitute.org backslash greek apprenticeship or contact Andrea Lipinski at andrea at circeinstitute.org. And now on with this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of Quiddity on the Circe Podcast Network, where we engage in the classical spirit of inquiry. I'm your guide, Brandon LeBlanc, and I am joined by a large group today, uh, probably the largest group we've had here on Quiddity since I took over, but uh, kind of fun group we got together. I want to start with um, Scott Postma, who is with Kepler uh, Online Learning. Um, Scott, you know, so tell everybody a little about yourself and your work at Kepler there. Sure. Thank you, Brandon. Thanks for having us on today. Um, so as Brandon mentioned, my name is Scott Postman. I'm president of Kepler Education. We're an online marketplace that allows um, classical education uh, to be accessible uh, for folks who may not have a, a school in their region or maybe they're refugees from public school, whatever their situation is. Uh, we work with classical, independent classical teachers who are providing classes. And uh, so we serve them by and the families by providing that platform. And so we uh, started a few years ago with the idea of building out um, some relationships, networking with the classical consortiums, uh, consortium of classical educators. And the purpose there was to uh, help foster classical education at a grassroots level in various regions of the country. Yeah, and we're here to talk a little bit about those consortiums today and kind of what they're doing in, in different regions of the country. Um, but that leads me to some of our other guests, at least one of whom I'm, I know for sure has taught on, on the Kepler platform in the past. Um, but I'll start with, with Timothy Knotts, who Timothy and I were in the uh, uh, East Coast apprenticeship together. Um, we overlapped there for a little bit of time. And uh, Tim, just introduce everybody, uh, introduce, introduce yourself to everybody. Tell us a little bit about what you do and where you are. Sure. Thanks, Brandon. Uh, I'm Timothy Knotts. I'm up here in the chilly New England area, <laughs> um, far away from the warm climes where you guys mostly are. Uh, Scott and I can commiserate on that front. Um, I live just north of Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, and as Brandon said, I actually am just finishing my apprenticeship. I'm in the last couple months here and will graduate in July at the National Conference. Nice. Uh, I'm a lead curriculum developer with Classical Conversations and uh, a couple of dear friends of mine and I, uh, Heather Lee Sylvia and Sarah Abbott, uh, got together a couple of years ago with the idea of starting something up here uh, as we don't have a lot in the way of classical education in New England. And we want more and we want places for our friends to come together and to learn and to grow and to introduce new folks to what we do. So, uh, so that's what uh what our vision was and uh thankfully with the assistance of of scott and kepler education we managed to have a much quicker trajectory of a takeoff than we had originally thought we were going to have and it's been a real joy and uh a bit of a whirlwind yeah i remember when you came in that for your first year you were you were bemoaning the lack of 
any kind of group of people to get together with in your in your area. So uh, it's exciting to see what's been happening. Um, next, uh, we have Jesse Smith. Uh, Jesse was in the same, uh, not at the same time, but in the same apprenticeship that my wife was in with Renee Mathis here in the Gulf Coast region. Uh, Jesse, just give everybody a little bit about yourself, what you've been doing. Hi, I'm Jesse Smith. I live in DeRitter, Louisiana. And so I finished the Gulf Coast apprenticeship last year. So for the past couple of years, we've been um, planning a consortium in this area. Um, Louisiana has some interest in classical. We've had homeschoolers and private school and even, um, you know, not people who are not affiliated with classical attend our conferences. So our conferences started up in um, 2021 when Scott and Joffrey reached out to some friends um, Rebecca Richard and Lisa May- Mayu about possibly having a, a meetup with Kepler families and said, so we said, why not make this a big thing? And so it's really just grown and everyone across the state comes together yearly. I mean, we f- have people from all over um, and we just enjoy getting together and talking about big ideas. And in the last, Carrie, I don't actually, I'm not sure 100% which apprenticeship you were in, but you finished last year. Is that right? I did. I finished, uh, I graduated last summer and I was in the East Coast. I think it's three. It's with Heather Shirley. Okay. So I was her first class. So I I have some crossover here with, you know, with Circe, with these folks, and then also with, with Tim, with Classical Conversations. Um, I knew Sarah. Um, I was familiar with Sarah Abbott. I was in a cohort with Heather. Um, uh, Heather. Uh, uh, Heatherly. Sylvia. Heatherly. I was like, something's wrong there. With, <laughs> Heather, with Heatherly. Yes, with Heatherly. And um, so, I, yeah, I'd kind of gotten to know everybody, you know, through um, just through kind of some different avenues. Um, our consortium is in Northwest Arkansas. And so this is brand new. This is our first time. So, um, Jesse, is this, is this the Southern's, uh, Southern consortium? Is this their second? This is their third. Their third. third. Okay. So I'm the newbie here. <laughs> by a long shot. And well, I guess, uh, East coast, I guess this is your second year. So I guess we have three, two, and then I'm one. So, um, so this is our first year and, um, I had reached out to, to Tim and Sarah and Heatherly and asked if, um, if they could kind of let me know, Hey, what is it you're doing over there on the East coast? I think I'd like to do, that too here in um, kind of the central part of the United States. Uh, I had been involved in classical conversations and homeschooling, but I also started a classical school. It's uh, will be starting its fifth year next year. And there's been a bunch of classical schools in the area that have popped up. And I just saw a need for us to get together. There's really nothing in this area uh, aside from um there's the classical thistle, which the College of the Ozarks puts on mm-hmm. every year. It's a great conference, and so this is just another um, this is just another opportunity. Yeah, this is um, so this kind of came on our radar, I guess, that first year here at Cersei, and was it been exciting for us to see? You know, it's been uh, as we try and do our regional conferences and move those around. Um, part of the 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 purpose of those is to help local areas begin to meet other, meet the people in your area and begin to form these kind of groups that can, can do things, um, 
in the in the in the local region. And so, like I said, Tim, when when we met, you were bemoaning the lack in your area. Um, Jesse, I've known you know, I've, Kobe's been involved with you in the past too, with things with Scully groups and other things in 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 this region a little bit, but trying to get those things moving. And so, as we watched, it was fun for us to see. Well these things are starting to happen. And look, a bunch of the people that were in our apprenticeships are getting involved in these things. We should, we should, uh, you know, see, see, have, have them on and talk a little bit more about that. And so, so Scott, if you could just kind of maybe rewind a little bit to what Kepler was thinking and how this started to develop as uh, a vision for these consortiums. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it, it sort of flows out of our, you know, kind of kind of going back to what our mission is in the first place uh, Kepler, uh, our desire is to be a true marketplace that sort of removes some of the administrative obstacles that come. Um, and and I kind of give you a little background on that a little bit. So this is kind of behind the behind the that <laughs> um, you know help uh, start two schools uh, in my career and and administrated both of them. And each time, uh, one of the things that happens or one of the things that's difficult to do is is to keep the administration from kind of tipping over the educators, right? To keep the administrative responsibilities back where they belong, um, which should be putting the teachers out front. So when, um, you know, technology allowed us to build this platform and we work with Roman Roads uh, Media mm-hmm. uh, to put this together, um, what we're able to do is take independent teachers who are gifted, um, they're educated, they love classical education, and provide a platform for them to do what they do best, which is teach and develop curriculum. So we, you know, we did the legal part, we did the tech part and, and put together um, really a platform of tools so that independent educators can be connected with families who need classical education. So that's, that's on the online side of it, but that naturally extends into various regions. So we have Kepler families who are using the Kepler platform in various regions of the country. And so, as Jesse mentioned, getting together, encouraging those families and, you know, really three parts of the consortium, you know, is to encourage, to equip uh, and to educate in classical education. And so, so bringing this to uh, a region, um, there's lots of folks doing great things. And, you know, as the, these uh, folks who are part of the apprenticeship, you know, they show great leadership. So it's, it's better for us if we can just help equip, whether some finances, some organization, and really decentralize and, and just come alongside of folks in those regions and allow them to let other people know what's going on, to meet each other, to kind of be evangelists for classical education to those who don't know anything about it, but really be able to put on something. And then like New England and, and, and others um, will probably continue to do, uh, there's other things they're doing throughout the year to continue to foster and, uh, and build those relationships, encourage, equip, and, and uh, educate. And so that's the sort of the vision um, is that grassroots go to the region, Find out uh, who's all involved. Doesn't matter what group or organization they're with, and let's all work together. And our motto, sort of unwritten or unstated, it's, we state it, but we don't. Really, it's not like published anywhere. Is it is collaboration over competition? So mm. really working at how do we how do we collaborate together for the greater good of classical education, with the belief that a rising tide lifts all boats. So we're all in the you know a similar mission. And if I expand just a little bit more on that, I think one of the things that we uh, all of us who've been involved originally have seen in any kind of good movement is the tendency to silo. Uh, there's just always, you know, in the beginning, you kind of have a common mission, but then as things begin to, you know, kind of grow and everybody gets in their niche, there tends to, to you know, be a siloing. 
And we're really convinced that classical education is an important part of, you know, re recovering our culture and, and seeing education, you know, flourish and, and human beings flourish. And so as long as, you know, we can all work together for that end as long as possible, that'd be a great thing. And so the first one was, was this Gulf, the Gulf Coast region. It's called the Southern. I keep calling it saying Gulf Coast. That's where I am. But it's the Southern Consortium. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Jesse, Southern. you were involved in that first first year, right? Yes. Yes, I spoke for two years. Okay. Uh, what did that look like as far as uh, kind of getting that going uh, that that first year? Well, it was actually pretty easy getting going because we've been networking. I've been networking in this area for a while. So we had Lisa Mayu, myself, um, Renee Mathis speak, um, Mr. Postma. So we just all came together and it was really sweet because we all understand that it's not necessarily about a company. It's about classical. It's about mm -hmm. ready. What is classical? How can we equip parents? How can we equip educators and have a share in the great conversation? And where did yours meets in which city with the, the conference? So, so far it's rotated. One year we had it in Lafayette. The next year we had it in Lake Charles. And this year it will be in Alexandria, Louisiana. Okay. Right in the state. What are you right now considering in that Southern region, which, which states or which areas or parts of states? Texas always gets divided up into other areas. So. <laughs> well, I, I I don't know if Jesse has a different vision. Really, it's it's whoever is willing to drive that far. And until mm -hmm. there's another network of folks, maybe in another region who want to, you know, get together and, you know, we could help facilitate that as well. Um, in each year, as, you know, Carrie pointed out a minute ago, there's, you know, one, two, three. Each mm -hmm. year, there's uh, folks who've been watching and say, hey, we're interested. What could we do to get started? And right now we're looking at Fletcher, North Carolina for next year. And some folks have reached out and are interested okay. in, in doing something there. Okay. So it's just whoever's willing to drive that far or say, I don't want to drive that far. What can we do in our region? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so someone gets tired of driving too far. Um, well, Jesse, I, I mean, I know from living here for a while and, and that this area is pretty hopping um, when it comes to classical schools and classical homeschool groups. But Tim, I know I know your experience and experience of some other friends there, Alex Gonzalez and others in the in the Northeast has been a little bit. Our, our own experience of Cersei uh, there has been a little bit um, tougher at times. You want to talk a little bit to what that's what that was like and how this has maybe helped with some of that. Yeah, thanks. Our uh, yeah, our road to joining up with Scott and Kepler was a little different. Um, we actually began as a, a separate organization and decided to come under uh, Scott and Kepler, uh, sort of the umbrella of the, what we somewhat tongue in cheek called the consortium of consortiums. Um, <laughs> um, because of exactly the sort of things that Scott was just talking about, they're willing to, to lend a hand, lend support in ways that would be difficult for us, but are not difficult for them. Uh, so that's been a big help for us um yeah we have to sort of beat the bushes to try and find people to come out uh, to events up here we have a uh, our our dear friends you know people who we do things with on a regular basis that you know are kind of our groupies that will hang out with us <laughs> uh you know offer them a good conversation and an opportunity to to be together for a little while and they will come but 
but reaching others has been a challenge. There are not many classical schools in New England. If you look at the ACCS uh, webpage, you'll see it's sort of a, a, a barren wasteland <laughs> up here. Um, and we do have a vision of helping uh, others, hopefully, to overcome that. Uh, it's a lonely place to try and start something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, even just having the support of some folks around who will come and do some teacher training or step in uh, to, to fill some of those gaps uh, in an organization that's just trying to get off the ground. Uh, you know, that's what has been done for us. We desire to do that for other people as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, New England, uh, you know, people tend to be slow to make friends, but, but once you make friends, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty deep thing. Well, um, I know for many listeners out there, if they're like me, well, for one, if, you're, if your geography is as bad as mine is, um, you may be thinking, well, Gary said she's in Arkansas. Why isn't she going to the to the southern one? It's like right there. It's literally like right on top of Louisiana. It's like it's just sitting there. But if, I know you're in northwest Arkansas. You're at Salem Springs, right? Yeah, we are in Salem Springs, Arkansas. Um, John Brown University yeah. is right around the corner from me. North, uh, sorry, University of Oklahoma. Sorry, not University of uh, Arkansas is about 45 minutes uh, away. Yes. And University of Oklahoma is not that far either, as well as Oklahoma State. So um, we, we're kind of in this uh, great area of um, colleges, uh, lots of colleges. University of the Oz- uh, College of the Ozarks is um, in Missouri, not too mm-hmm, far away. Mm-hmm. And so we do have a lot of, of colleges in the area and really until about um, I will say when I moved here nine years ago this month, um, there was really nothing as far as classical education in the area. Now we have a ton of schools, private, privately funded schools, publicly funded schools um, in the area and, and even just across the border in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So what I would really like to do, you know, I, my passion is um, educating teachers and teacher training. And now that I have a... Um, Uh, Now that I helped start a school here in Salem Springs, Arkansas, um, you know, as far as getting those teachers trained in a way that's um, that's affordable and that's, you know, um, really just accessible. um, I was like, okay, well, what do I have to do, you know, to get these teachers trained, you know, here locally so we don't have to travel all the time. What's another, you know, option? There's there's options, you know, with the Society of Classical Learning and there's options with Searcy and there's options, you know, with ACCS. But, you know, what's something local that we could do? And how do we meet people just in our own neighborhood, you know, in, in classical education? Because we're all trying to do something that's relatively new here mm-hmm. and let's let's try to do this together and um d- do it better and you know meet together so in our consortium um we are going to have you know one thing that was really important to us is that we have kind of a meet and greet the night before of people who are in classical education both in leaders and homeschool um, and um, and the and classical schools, so that that's really important to us. But we really just wanted the, the vision is just to um, just to be another place where people can come get trained um, close to home, affordable. So we're right now we're serving Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. Okay. Um, 
Texas probably needs to get its own because Texas is like another country, but we, we still serve people in Texas too, but they can also go to Louisiana <laughs> or the Southern Consortium. So, um, so I, I just hope that there's more that pop up, you know, um, so that, you know, everyone has a place that they could drive to, you know, mm-hmm. within a few hours to get to and and go get some training, get some fellowship and be able to um, just meet together. Yeah, I, um, I want to get into the, the particular conferences here in a minute, but um, I want to take a little bit of time to talk about what this looks like uh, throughout the year. You know, you have the conferences in the spring and summer. Um, what's the role and function of the consortium kind of through throughout the year in between those conferences? Anybody can just jump in. Tim would probably be a good one to talk about that, I think. Yeah, we're uh, we're working hard to make sure that we have a sort of a stable of events of different kinds that suit different needs throughout the year. Um, not long ago, we had a nice uh, poetry night, reading some Wendell Berry, Wendell Berry poetry, talking about that at a local used bookstore uh, and cafe. Uh, brought out some some new folks that we hadn't seen before. That was really nice. Um, upcoming this fall, uh, actually. Sarah and Heatherly and I are all going to to three-way lead a class um, on the Kepler platform uh, for hopefully, you know, focus on our local friends here in New England, um, working our way through the Ransom Trilogy. Uh, so that, that should be really fun. Um, but we also do equipping events during the year, small ones for homeschool co-ops or uh, individual consulting for homeschool parents who need some help with their homeschool uh, life. <laughs> um, we do some, we do do some teacher training events. Uh, Sarah was just up at a local school, um, doing some work with them on the art of narration. Uh, so we have a lot of different things that we offer, uh, from small one-time online things to, uh, some in-person stuff and to some longer courses or, or trainings. So trying to keep people fed in the things they need feeding. Well, as a new, uh, something new to this endeavor, uh, we have not tried anything uh, other than just putting on this uh, <laughs> this conference on June 3rd. And so that's about all I can do. Um, so TBD, if there's anything outside of that, I think that's something we might like to do. Um, I'm partnering with um, Ozark Catholic Academy and um, uh, Anthem Classical Academy here in Northwest Arkansas. Um, so John Rocha there at Ozark Catholic and then, um, Jennifer Martin at Anthem. And, uh, we have been planning this also along with Albert, Dr. Albert Chang Mm. is, uh, head of the classical research lab here at the University of Arkansas. So believe it or not, suddenly our Northwest Arkansas has a classical research lab. Yeah. Um, which is crazy that I mean, most people don't even know about. And, you know, so it's like, yes, we need something here. But, you know, um, we, uh, Albert um, does studies at our school. <laughs> nice. So, um, so there's those things that are kind of, you know, happening that we, you know, like to work together and kind of network together. He's also on the board of uh, Anthem, but um, I think we'll, it remains to be, we'll, we'll see at the end of this conference, how everybody's feeling at the end of it and whether or not we, we just want to kind of open up some, um, some things during the year, but um, I I look forward to doing that. 
Yeah, ACCS did uh, got some or ha- had some work done on classical education, classical schools in particular through the Cardiff study, which is out of Notre Dame. Um, that was really fascinating information a few years ago. But I had a chance to meet uh, Albert at another conference a few months ago and and talk to him a little bit about the work he's doing there at Arkansas. So he's really kind of taking that the next step forward, right? More more in depth research into classical education across the board, homeschool schools, um, you know, parochial schools. You know, everything. Um, so yeah, so that should be fun. He's speaking, correct, at the, your event? Yes, he is oh. speaking about um, some of the research that he's been doing. Um, well, I, mainly, um, I don't, I think a lot of it will have to do with the research he's been doing at uh, Sager Classical Academy, but also just talking too about how, um, you know, what he does in research and the social sciences doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, antithetical to classical education, that mm-hmm. there are things that we can learn through study and research in this way about classical education and best practices and what we do. And I mean, so far what we're finding is, I mean, it's no surprise what we're doing is, is, is is working. We're doing yeah. good work. So we did one on poetry and um, poetry and how that affects uh, the study of, of natural science. And then we, he recently just did a study at our school with um, really historical empathy and uh, Dorothy, uh, reading Dorothy Sayers, A Man Born to be King. So I still yeah. have to learn about the results, but they're, they're good. I hear. So. <laughs> yeah, that should be fun. I, I was at a conference a few years back with, with, and Christopher Perrin was sitting next to me and we're listening to another person kind of outside the classical world, but that had done a lot of research on reading in particular and was giving me all this. And it, we were kind of just chit-chatting and he said, yeah, it's, I mean, we've known this for thousands of years, but it's, it's nice to have the data to back it up. Like it was just going, nice to have the data to back it up. We, we don't really need it, but for some to listen to what we have to yeah. say, maybe they need the the data. So, and, and, and it doesn't, it, it, there's always, uh, I think, especially as we're all in this uh, renewal of the of classical education, there's always room for us to improve. We're all still learning how to do this, you know, um, after over a century of kind of, blowing it up <laughs> we're uh we're all piecing it back together so that's always helpful to have more information yeah albert was it was really interesting to talk to him that should be really fun to have him speak at the conference yeah, uh, he'll well be, yeah. go ahead. he'll be go speaking ahead. at the conference about that and i think he's speaking at scl also about yeah. these things too great well let's I'll, we'll just transition to that um carrie why don't you talk to us a little bit about who's speaking at your conference um, and kind of you you mentioned a little bit they are going to have a kind of meet and greet the night before, but kind of give folks the the lay of the land for what to expect if they're coming in. Yeah, so on Friday, June 2nd, we will have a meet and greet and we will have um, some local uh, charcuterie and tiramisu um, in Tawnytown. So actually, um, this uh, conference is in Tawnytown, Arkansas, which is about 20 minutes uh, east of Salem Springs. And Tawnytown is known for being a, a small little um, Italian community. So we're going to enjoy um, what uh, what just some of the locals have to offer on the Friday night. And uh, we uh, 
uh, college, um, sorry, uh, Ozark Catholic Academy is um, some of their Shakespeare, their Shakespearean thespians are going to uh, provide a little entertainment with Taming of the Shrew that evening. And it'll just be a nice time for us to uh, chat with, you know, leaders, heads of school, board members, um, those even, you know, who are in leadership and classical conversations and in homeschooling environment, they're coming on Friday night. And then on uh, Saturday, it's an one day, all day conference. And um, uh, Dr. Scott Postma, who is now just a doctor, <laughs> he will be speaking um, and representing Kepler. And we will have um, Christine Norville also, who's who is now a dean at um, our at Sager Classical. Her, she's an upper school dean, and she's also taught for Kepler as well too. She will be speaking. Um, our breakout sessions will include uh, Jenny Martin from uh, Anthem Classical, Dr. Albert Chang uh, from University of Arkansas, Mallory Thompson, who is our lower school dean. Um, Sarah Little, who is um, a, a speaker and cohort member of In Classical Conversations. And so we will have somebody representing um, homeschool, classical homeschool as well. Uh, Kyle Rappenchuk, Dr. Kyle Rappenchuk from College of the Ozarks will be coming and speaking, um, as well as um, a teacher from Ozark Catholic Academy, K Katie Carp. She's an upper school teacher. So uh, we'll also be having a, um, a discussion panel moderated by John Rocha about starting classical schools and, you know, cohorts in the area. Um, I think Nathan Phelps will be joining us from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. He's starting a new classical school there. And um, as as far as me, I'm not going to speak this year. I'm giving myself, uh, I'm letting myself off the hook. I'm going to be introducing people and um, leading some music. So, um, but I'll be the one probably running around making sure things are going smoothly. So that's kind of my job and just working to get to this point this year. So anyway, that's kind of the lay of the land of our, of our conference. So I hope if anybody's around that they will uh, join us on uh, June 2nd and June 3rd. June 2nd, June 3rd. All right. Um, Jesse, when is, is the Southern conference and what's, uh, what can we expect there? Okay. So I'm super excited about this year's conference. So Friday, June 9th is when it starts. Uh, Dr. Scott Postma and Pastor Brian Rhodes will be speaking, and they're going to, um, Pastor Brian Rhodes is the pastor of Grace Presbyterian Church in Alexandria, and then Dr. Scott Postma will lead the educator seminar, and then they have a meet and greet at a mayor and Valerie Hasek's home where they'll have a question and answer time. Um, the Hasics are really sweet um, classical education, classical educators. They've been in that uh, homeschooling for about 10 years, and they've just always really um, blessed people through classical education by opening up their homes, hosting conferences. So there's that Friday night, Saturday. It, um, we have a couple of keynote speakers, Dr. Postma being one of them. We have breakout sessions. Lisa Mayu and Renee Mathis will be leading the breakout sessions. Um, so Lisa, if you you already know, she is the director of the Scolay Communities. She's done a lot of things with CAP in the past. And then Renee Mathis is the Gulf Coast 
um, mentor. And so um, we're glad to have her speak again. So we'll have a couple of keynotes. Jared Ritchie is speaking. And if you haven't met Jared Ritchie, he lights up a room. He um, is the music teacher at Geneva Academy in West Monroe, Louisiana. And his sessions are always so fun because he's so passionate about teaching people music and how to under, understand music. Um, so, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing how that session goes. We also have Katie Carrillo, a fellow Gulf Coast apprenticeship grad speaking. She lives in Austin, Texas, and Katie has a way of looking at things from a different perspective. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Yes, that's such a great idea. And then um, a fellow educator, we have Tracy Leary. She is coming all the way from Montgomery, Alabama to speak. And she speaks, um, she teaches for Kepler Education online. And so we just have a really good, great lineup. We'll have a folk da dance at the Hazix home afterwards. Nice. And so it's just a wonderful way to end the conference. That's a fun lineup. Um, as I mentioned, Renee was my wife's head mentor as well, and she's a queen of hospitality. So she's lots of fun to have. And I was just with Katie Carrillo a few weeks ago. We went to, um, we went over to Austin and saw the, there's a, there's a theater troupe there that does Shakespeare in a traditional Shakespeare stage, basically. And so we went over there and met up with a bunch of other people who were apprentices and former apprentices did that. So Katie's a lot of fun too. Excellent. Tim. Take us to the Northeast when it will finally get warm enough to do something. Right. We're last because uh, we can do that up here still late in June, whereas everyone else is hiding in their air conditioning. Um, so our conference uh, is officially a, a day and a half conference, June 23rd and 24th. Um, but for those who want to come out a little early, uh, Scott's going to be giving us a little preview of uh, some of the things that he wrote in his dissertation at a little local brew pub, which should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to hearing some more from him about what he's been laboring over for so long. Um on uh, Friday, uh, Friday afternoon and Saturday, we'll have a, a pretty good lineup of speakers too. Um, the the three of us, Sarah Abbott, Heather Lee, Sylvia, and I will will speak along with Scott, um, Jennifer Courtney, who's my boss down at Classical Conversations, is also an apprenticeship grad. Um, she's the senior uh, global curriculum director. Um, she's going to come and speak at our conference. Um, Jim Hartley is a professor of economics at Mount Holyoke College. Um, and in his spare time, does a great books uh, talk uh, club with students on the side that is nice. extremely popular. Um, and like Jesse was just pointing out uh, with, with one of her speakers, he too lights up a room and and talks at about a million miles an hour. So people from the South have a hard time with him. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then uh, Scott B. Key um, is a former philosophy professor, longtime philosophy professor. He runs the C.S. Lewis Study Center up here mm. in Northern Massachusetts. Um, and he's going to do a keynote for us as well. And then um, we have a couple of other Cersei apprentices who are going to come and do some breakout sessions for us. Uh, Juliana Schneider, who... Um, is in Heather Shirley's group um, and had been with Carrie there. And um, 
Alex Gonzalez, who um, those of us in Matt's Apprenticeship know, uh, will come in and speak at one of our breakouts. Also, have some Socratic dialogue times set up um, to, to break up the flow a little for people who want uh, a little bit more interactive nice. time and uh, should be really nice. We're in, in Sunderland, Massachusetts, which is over in the western part of the state, or what, what the Bostonians say Darby Dragons out in that part of the state. Um, but it's over near the Springfield area. Um, and it's June 23rd, 24th. Should be really great time. Really, really looking forward to it. Well, I, I can also personally attest that you will not fall asleep during Alex Gonzalez's um, session. Um, she does not lack for enthusiasm. Um, yeah, she's going to be talking about Rembrandt with us, which will be great. Yes. I was very thrown off. She was ahead of me in the apprenticeship. And so I saw her name on the list and it was just Alex Gonzalez. And my only Alex Gonzalez is a male baseball player for the Texas Rangers. And so I'm expecting there to be another guy when I walk in the room and uh, know that not only is she not a guy, she's also Greek, not <laughs> not Mexican, <laughs> so, but her husband is. So she totally threw me off. But uh but for all in all the best ways and she's wonderful and lots of fun and um could probably beat me up because she's well trained and i think black belt or something um, i've seen her put on demonstrations it's, you know it's lots of fun but yeah she will she will be a lot of fun to listen to as well those are some great lineups um and now i'm really kind of disappointed i'm not going to be able to come to the one i was going to maybe come to had there not been a wedding on my schedule so uh i'm gonna have to make this more of a point to get to next year one or two of these and it sounds like i mean with the arkansas and louisiana ones if you're like a real road warrior you could just go from one to the next you could just kind of do a little tour and see all the talks you want so yeah you could make a tour from northwest i think it's what about 10 hours down to uh where you are in louisiana so yeah we're right up there in the top the top uh west corner of uh Arkansas. So not, not many, it's, it's the best, uh, I will say it's the best kept secret. That's becoming not a secret anymore. So, you know, yes. you're going to fall in love with it and stay. And, um, I don't know, I, I, I can't be responsible for that. So <laughs> yes, my sister and brother-in-law are, are JBU Eagles. So, um, oh, okay. Very been cool. there. It is a very, very pretty part of the state for sure. Um, so well, Scott, I wanted to give you a chance to talk a little bit. You you briefly mentioned before that there is a group, you know, in North Carolina uh, looking at possibly starting a, a group in the area there. Um, if folks are still feeling like any of these are too far of a drive or, too, you know, um, how do they get in touch with you about or, or what's the process look like for maybe starting a new group somewhere else? There's a whole lot of the country to the West that has nothing, it sounds like. So, you know, help yeah, those guys we, out. We, we've got a we've got a ways to go uh, bringing things out west. Um, so just briefly, the um, uh, in Fletcher, North Carolina, Dr. Robert Woods um, is the uh, headmaster of Veritas, and he uh, started and founded the Great Books Honors College with Faulkner University and led that for fifteen years. And I think yeah, Carrie is uh, you're are you still in right? You're still in the program. I'm over halfway done with my PhD. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, that's and that's where Matt I did his there as well. Yeah, I had classes with Matt and uh, Heather Shirley uh, through Faulkner, uh, both, and um, I think she was in the MA and he was in the uh, the doctoral program. So both ahead of me. Um, so 
yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's interested in, in hosting and, and bring some. He works with us in our teacher certification program on Kepler and, uh, and leads that. And, um, and then uh, we're looking at doing one here in the Pacific Northwest. I don't know if we'll do that the same year or not um, to, to kind of get something founded here. Um, and then, you know, we continue to uh, work with groups who are interested in their area. And, and it's very decentralized and is each um, of these great folks in, in the way that they're leading and developing in their own community. They know people in your own community know what the need is. And so uh, you can do as much or little as, as would be appropriate. And But if you're interested, um, you can reach me at scott at kepler.education. And um, it's pretty informal. Um, we, we basically have three criteria to work with, um, with groups. Um, and, and these are very broad. So we're mere Christian, we're broadly classical, and we call it Burkean conservative. <laughs> it's always requires some, you know, uh, with all the political hype, there always requires some uh, clarification. Uh, but, you know, the idea of wanting to preserve the permanent things and, and have a view for those things uh, that need to be conserved. So uh, we'll work with anybody who's um, of that mindset and wants to foster classical education and, and human flourishing in their region. And really each uh, consortium can look a little bit different um, and it takes on the personality of that region. And then we try to keep things um, as um, broadly policy-free, you know, in terms of, you know, we, we want to be a, a very loose um, uh, connection nationally uh, and mm -hmm. internationally that develops that way and let each region really be decentralized in the sense that each region does what it, you know, so we'll try to practice real federalism maybe, you know, in some sense. <laughs> nice. Well, and I just want to make a little plug. Just working with Scott has been delightful. I kept asking, you know, last year, okay, what's the catch? Like what's <laughs> the catch? I feel like there's a, there's going to be a catch and there's really, there's no catch. I haven't found it. It's, you know, I get the help in the, in the places that um, are, um, I think somebody said they're very easy for Kepler to do because they're, you know, um, got the tools and the people to do it. And, you know, and I'm just on the ground doing the local things here. So if anybody out there is questioning whether or not, you know, this just sounds too good to be true. It it just hasn't, you know, it's, I mean, it's a conference, you got to work, but the support has just been so wonderful. Now I'll second that and point out that Scott, in addition to helping with uh, sort of materiel and such is also been a, a good mentor to us as uh, someone who's uh, built things with his own two hands uh, in the way of organizations and uh, been involved in this movement for a while. He's been uh, a treasure in just the advice and counsel that he gives as well. Well, it's been, like I said before, it's been fun for us to kind of see this happening uh, and, and taking off and have so many folks that we know through the apprenticeship and our conferences and whatever uh, other things we do be a part of it as well. And uh, we're excited to see, see it continue to flourish. Um, you know, the, the more the more help the more help we can be out there giving each other the better um and so this is this is really fun for us to see as well and we're excited y'all were able to come on today and talk talk about it and excited about being part of it going forward too so thank you all for joining us today thank you brandon thanks and thank you and thank you all for joining us on quiddity as we refresh ourselves at systems of learning dug long ago drawing from springs too deep for taint you can send your comments and questions to podcast at Cersei Institute. 
You can also join the Clearly Conversation on Circle at uh, the circle.circle.so. And I hope you'll join us next week for another episode. Be sure to check out the other shows on the Circe Podcast Network. <laughs>